Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. I'm Sin I'm the executive producer here at Final Show Films, and I now turn it over to our GM for the evening, Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy, uh, and I am running this group through the, the world of Eberron. Uh, and with me today, right back to Sinstaku. Um, Sinstaku, and I'm playing Sethanoth Volande, the half-elven eldritch knight. And Novaran. Hi, I'm Novaran. I'm playing Valen, the Velama elf ranger. And Antitonic. Hi, I'm Antitonic, and I am playing Branma, the dwarven fighter. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Edwin, the half-elven cleric. And so, bringing everybody up to speed with, with where we are at this point, and uh, two of our players uh, are, are not with us then, uh, this week. So bringing everybody up, after having retrieved a magical scamma for, for Eladrin Devon of House Kenneth, our party of would-be heroes found themselves seeking some answers about themselves and what they discovered in the bowels of Sharn. Uh, Seth had spoken with a rather eccentric wizard with attention issues named Prandon, learned he had sorceress abilities, while Alex had spoken with Eladrin and learned some of the details behind her new companion, which was an Iron Defender construct she'd named Arthur. Uh, returning back to the cracked mirror, the, the inn run by the urchin's mentor, Zaz, that had served as their sort of home base, Seth learned that a contract had been put out on Eladrin's life. Because of a series of war-forged attacks on the way down for, into the ancient foundry, providing the group with sort of cause for concern, uh, Seth had an idea to contact House Harkanen, a group of aberrant dragon-marked assassins, who were carrying out the contract. Uh, everybody headed into the district of Deathgate for, after a meeting was set up by Zaz. And Seth, Edwin, and Bronma met with a blind individual named Hevet Harkanen in a tavern under a pretense of Seth doing some work for the house. That wasn't entirely successful, so the group regrouped outside, going to uh, head off for to meet with Eladrin again. As they turned the corner, heading towards a lift, three individuals appeared, one of them being the, the bartender at the tavern, who told them that they weren't going to make that meeting. And that is where we left off. And I was wanting to cut off the word meeting with a catapult, like the spell catapult specifically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. I, w- I assume that. Would I mean, if there's that. a catapult nearby, I would like to catapult out of his bag. Bam! Click, click, click. Bam! And just casually sets up some siege weaponry. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> this is going to really I mean, hurt. That can be your half first an hour. That can be your first action, but catapult. I believe it's a full action. Yeah, it's a spell. So are we, are we rolling initiative, or is that just Yes, happening? we are going to go ahead and roll initiative at this point. Just in terms of getting that part of resolve, like, you could start at, as as he says, meeting, but six seconds, yeah. yeah. Um, Do we need to so, be on a map or Yes, I'm then? moving you over to a map. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're already on a map, but... It's, I mean, another map. Yeah, I'm assuming a different map would be the... Yes. A, a mappier map. More so map we're sort like, of in a we're in an alleyway right now. You guys and, essentially you uh, turn down yeah you turn down this street and north of you guys beyond where the map goes is where the lift is. Right, and we're sort of being surrounded by a few. And yes, you guys had turned around, come down. These characters. two in in mm-hmm. front of you had sort of just sort of stepped out of the shadows. The one behind you, which is the bartender, the one who had spoken, had essentially appeared out of nowhere. 
If you'll pull up um, the turn order, we can add it our stuff to it. Yes, I am. Does not matter, but I will remind Seth that he still has the enhanced charisma thing. Yep, because that hasn't dropped yet. Wow, that was a poor roll. I mean, statistically average roll, but still. <laughs> exactly. I like your, I like how you say that's a poor roll, and currently you have the second best initiative. Of course, I haven't rolled the NPCs yet. Oh. I hear a four. Can I get a three? Three, three going once. <laughs> Any advance on three? <laughs> We're getting a two I mean, it's here. not that bad, but yeah, you guys are going. You guys are mostly going first. Excellent. <laughs> so, Valen, <laughs> yes, you are going first. So, who spoke last? Uh, that would be the guy behind you. Right. Okay. Perfect. Who already has out, by the way, a a, a hand axe in one hand and a dagger in the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. So Velen will sort of turn around, um, sort of expectantly smile. At, well, you can't see him smile. His eyes smile, and then he pulls his longbow out and shoots at him smile with advantage. No, oh, no, this because... one notably has eyes. This is not the same guy that that that. No, no, no. no. Velen has, Valen his mask, has on. a mask. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, that's just for flavor. Uh, I'm assuming he counts as humanoid. Yes, he counts as humanoid. Excellent. He is a humanoid. Oh, well, that was a roll. Double eighteens. That's going to hit. That is 14 piercing damage. Oh, you know what? I may have fucked up there. Never mind. I'll do it anyway. I am actually going to also spend my bonus action to Hunter's Mark. Okay. That's fine. I'll allow you to have done that in advance. Okay, cool. That's 1d6 then. Yep. Four. Okay. And that is my turn. All right. Might... So yeah, you turn around, you let it fly, and it sticks right in your shoulder. Makes a gritted sound. His, uh, he doesn't back back drop his Brenda. smile though. Okay, and that's your turn. Mm-hmm. All right, Seth, you're up. So uh, I'm just gonna like because the way the catapult spell works, it's basically like force throw. Turn around. Uh, basically, draw my sword with my right hand. Turn around and left hand reach out towards a loose brick or something. I'm assuming there are plenty of those around. Um, oh, yeah, you can find a loose brick. And just catapult it at the guy's head. Okay. Um, and while calling out, we need at least one of these guys to live through this. And just, so yeah. So catapult. Uh, he needs to make a DC 15. 15? Yep, DC 15 dexterity check. All right. And with a natural 20, which, yes, he dodges it. He It flies at him, and along with the arrow, he was, like, just reaching up to pull the arrow out and just sort of leans back just enough for it to avoid hitting him. In that case, it it deals damage to the wall behind him. Yes. (laughs) Well, it deals damage to the the road behind him because you'd have to go a long way to hit wall. No, I was, I was thinking it was coming like that way. Oh, eh, fair <laughs> enough. Like he ducks, and then I'm going. Uh, what are these guys holding up here? Uh, one of them has a short sword. One of them has a scimitar. I'm going to assume that three three people can hold one guy off. Uh, I'm going to move. Okay. okay. Up to here, so I can't get flanked. I mean, I can get flanked, but slightly. It's slightly more awkward to flank me. <laughs> And that's your turn. Yep. Brandmau, what's up? Uh, general humidity, I think. Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, it's Sharn, so yeah, that's that's a good guess. So which guy would be holding the scimitar? The one on the right or the one on the left? The scimitar would no, it'd be the one on the right. It'd be... Okay. Because I, I have a feeling that uh, Valen and I might have done at least a little bit of sparring on the road. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd have an idea of how to deal with scimitars. So, uh, 10, 15... 20, moving up to there, and okay. going for an attack, if I may. You may. Good O. Hey. A 19 will hit. Hooray. Mm, I could have action surge. Yep. So yeah, you you bring it down, and, and he managed to deflect most of the blow. That's why you don't quite have the same level of force behind it, but it definitely sent some shockwaves up his arm. Alrighty. And I don't think I have anything else I need to do. Okay. So that's my turn. Okay. So the guy behind you guys. Yeah, he's going to head over to the guy that just shot him. Yep. And he is unleashing a, a very flurry of attacks on you. A flurry of blows? No, no, not no. a flurry of blows. <laughs> <laughs> he is attacking you twice with the scimitar or with the with a hand axe. And, and and once with the dagger. Oh, dear. So, does a 20 hit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, take hits. nine slashing. Ow. An 11, I imagine, misses you. Yep. Okay. And a 10 also misses you. So, he comes in, and that first, the first hand axe attack, he manages to suddenly change his direction, and, and it... it it cuts across your side, but you're able to get your weapons up to to avoid the other two. And that is his turn. And now it's these guys' turn up here. Unsurprisingly, one of them is attacking Seth. One of them is attacking Branma. Yep. So Seth does a... Actually, this one actually moves there for reasons. <laughs> does a 23 hit you? Yes, it does. So it takes six piercing damage. So he moves like he's about to charge at Branma and then quickly changes direction with a feint, or that was a feint, stabs at you. Uh, And the other one is going to attack Branma. And Nate misses you, I'm assuming. It's like a hair's breadth. Yeah. So yeah, he, he tries to swing in and you are very well well know very well how to deal with scimitars uh, and he looks like he wasn't even expecting the 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 uh other guy so he gets up, thrown off a little bit by that uh and badly misses you and edwin it is your turn okay so it is early uh uh-huh. melee spell attacks also benefit from advantage yes no yeah okay because you're trying—I mean, you're trying to make contact, so melee attack. Yeah, like I said, it's early. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, and I'm gonna inflict wounds because I love that spell. Um, Sweet. Is that a, is that a, a melee spell attack and not a saving throw? It's, no, it's a, a melee, melee spell, spell attack, attack oh, for three d10 necrotic damage. Sweet. Which is why most of my clerics don't get to take it, but Edwin does. Twenty-one. Because that means so that twenty-one. Crit. That is. Definitely going to hit him for 17. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> they, yep. 
So yeah, he is completely focused on uh, uh, on Valen right now. He doesn't seem to be too worried about Edwin at the moment, which allows him to Edwin to sneak up, just smack hand on skin, and the air sort of grows cold around him as just his life energy is pulled out entire, not entirely, but <clears throat> but, but a good portion of it is pulled out, and, and you see him sort of. Uh, hunched down in into sort of a reflexive action, and he looks back at you and 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 glares a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna save my spells so no bonus action. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, Valen, you're up. Okay, let's see. What can I do? I think I can at least drop my bow here and pull out my scimitar, mm-hmm. uh, and then they can can attack him with them with advantage. Yeah, flanking. Yay. Yup. 22 is going to hit. Right. Oh, nine slashing. Uh, he's already damaged, so Colossus Slayer triggers, and then Hunter's Mark also Damn. Triggers. So that's 16, yes. that's 19. Yep. So yeah, he is feeling a little harried at the moment um, between the two of you. So that moment when he turns around to to just react to having a good portion of his life magically sucked from his body gives you the opening you need to just ride in there. And he is not down, but he is not looking in the best of health at the moment. Varn also casts Inflict Wounds (laughs) (laughs) with a sword. (laughs) And Seth, you are up, unless you're moving. No, I'm I'm, I'm good. Okay. So I'm going to circle around this guy and swing at him with my blade. Go for it. To use green flame blade, but up oh, with advantage. Yes. <laughs> not that it matters. <laughs> so yeah, ten's not going to hit him because I rolled a three and a four. <laughs> so Eberron specifically their... does not like me rolling. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> after their initial sort of sort of fumbling between the two of them. Well, no, he had done pretty well the first round, but still. After their sort of miscommunication, he seems to be really well in hand in terms of of combat geography at the moment, and just quickly ducks underneath your your attack. And I'm going to just uh, so yeah, swing at him and uh, raise my left hand, pointing off towards the other guy between Valen and Edwin, and launch a magic missile at him. Okay. Well, a series of magic missiles, three magic missiles specifically. <laughs> Wait. It's three how? three magic missile does three darts. Yes, I know it does three yeah. darts. You just attacked. It's action surge. Action surge gives you another attack as part gives of your you another action. gives you another action. Period flat. <laughs> that's why I it's, believe you that's I just why want it's, to check. No, that's why it's called action surge, not attack surge. Yeah, you can do it gives you another action with which you can do the same thing that you can do any other action. One additional well, action. And if fair I was enough, action. go for it. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, I knew the three darts. I just yeah. didn't. Okay, nice. He takes ten points of force damage. That's a just aerial long range bombardment. Gets blasted of that guy. again. Yep. Cool. That is a very colorful roll, though. <laughs> That's what happens with the D fours. Yeah, one, two, right. and four. And that's your turn. Yep. Okay, Brandma, you're up. I'm second verse, same as the first, a little bit louder, and hopefully not worse. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's gonna hit. I mean, would you believe it? You rolled the same number again. Yeah. RN, RN Jesus loves Auntie. Are we talking the same one as the, the scimitar guy? Yeah. 
Okay. So that, and then I'm going to actually use my action surge to okay. just follow through with the swing and try to attack the other guy. Okay, with advantage. With advantage on him, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I 19 mean, is also going to hit. Shocking, um, they have the same armor class, the two of them. Um, quick question. Theoretically, if I used an action point to increase that roll, and that ended up being a like no. the critical number, it wouldn't work? No, no. Your critical okay. has to be off of one. It, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. The, the same way that if you got guidance and you... Pumped it, bumped it up to something that wouldn't. So yeah. and use your guidance uh, on your attack rolls. So just well, be but, careful. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I do. Action points or or their inspiration is a good example. Given so, how yeah. much I spam that, it's just in my best interest that no one misuses it. Duly noted. So yeah, you slam into that guy it, it comes away will comes away with a, with a nice little little spray of blood and just push it on through to the other guy who is com- has his back turned to you right now and, and and get another line of blood on him ah i provided a distraction i wasn't just clumsy and missing <laughs> yep uh, i'm aiding in its spread of disease and that's my turn all right and how's he feeling <laughs> So the guy that you guys are, you guys are, uh, the guy that the, the, you guys have been beating up on, uh, between, between Vale and Edwin with an assist from Seth at that point drops his scimitar, drops his dagger and just puts his hands up. <laughs> he heard what I and said smiles. earlier. That is his action. The other two aren't paying attention to him, so they don't know that he's just surrendered. So Seth, you have an attack coming at you. That's fine. Does a 14 hit. It misses by almost a mile. Okay, so he misses the other one. Does an 18 hit you, Bronma? Uh, no. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, between the two of you, uh, you guys are just managing to deflect everything that they're throwing at you. Edwin, you're up. Okay, you're so as a spellcaster, I do not trust hands overhead as not about to do something. <laughs> Kidney punch. However... I don't have a strength. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to try and punch someone. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold my action to Can you non-lethally dagger someone? Yeah. Yeah, you can hit him over the back of the head. Can I okay. non-lethally inflict wounds on someone? Yes. No. <laughs> I rule that spells Spells that are designed to kill cannot do subdual damage. I wasn't going to try and inflict wounds yes, on him. Can, I just I'm think assuming, that would be funny. I'm assuming if I had, like, spare the dying, I could non-lethally spare the dying him or something. But yeah. To clobber him if, with my dagger if he does... Because we know these people have dragon marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. If he does magic. Um, yes, they do. So that's... That's my turn, unless that's not going to work. No, no, yeah. You can... So are you smacking him, or are you holding to smack him? I am holding to smack him. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Cool. Valen, you're up. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't want to aggro the surrendered guy. Right. Yeah, sure. I'll um, I'll give that a go. Uh, I'll drop the scimitar, pick up my bow again, and shoot at the person to the right of Branma. 
Okay. Ah, that's interesting. I don't have 11. Does 11 hit? An 11 is a miss. Ah. Yeah, you pull back, let go, and it's one of those... I'm like, shooting to the was... right to make sure I don't hit... Someone else, yeah. rolled, a th- someone else rolled a three today. <laughs> like, it was right... It was actually would have been an accurate shot, but he does one of those cool, like, he just happens to see it coming, gets his blade up and sort of knocks it and manages to knock the uh, yeah. arrow aside. Okay, can I use my bonus action to transfer Hunter's Mark onto yes. uh, him? Yes. Because normally that requires can. the target to be dead, <laughs> but he surrendered instead. Okay, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, That's my I'll turn. allow that. Okay, Seth, you're up. Uh, blade into kidneys. Okay. With advantage. Why are you stabbing yourself in the kidneys? Not my kidneys, his kidneys. <laughs> oh. It's just... That is actually going to be a hit. Hey! Just a hit. A 13 hits. I roll a 7. And a 2. 8 slashing damage. So that's 8 damage. As I roll okay. another 2. What is... what? what? My dice love the number 2 today. <laughs> and I need you... To make a dexterity save. Oh, that was nice. with advantage, but uh, my first roll was a 24. The first 20. one was a natural 20. So so you hit him. The second one was a um, 2. Yeah. You you hit him, and he, man- he pulls back mostly, but you still like get the, the, the just uh, fairly good shot in there. And as he pulls back, you can see sort of you can see sort of his his uh, the the hint of his tattoo like underneath uh, along the, the the inner arm, mm-hmm. and just under his going, and you see it glow red like, and you've seen dragon marks and and what they look like when they activate. Yep. Normally they will glow with like a bluish greenish sort of color. His glows like this angry, almost violent reddish color. His whole body gets sort of wreathed in flame for a moment and it quickly transfers over to you. You manage to pull away from most of it, but you still take five fire damage. As you get singed. Yep. That wasn't very nice. Uh, Is second wind a bonus action? Second wind is a... I, I don't know where my player's handbook is. Otherwise, I wouldn't be asking the question. A lot of the basic fighter stuff is in the... As it just uh, so happens, I managed to open directly to fire. Um, yes, as a bonus action. Yeah, I'm just going to bonus action second wind. Okay. Just plus three. Now I roll good. Nice. Yeah, now you roll good now that you didn't really need I mean, I needed a, an 11 puts me back to full, so that's yeah. not a bad roll. And that's your turn? Yep. Okay. Renma, you're up. So is that guy still alive? Yes. They are both still up and moving. This one was momentarily wreathed in flames. One of them momentarily, yeah, covered in flames, which shot over onto Seth and burned him. Oh, that's interesting. Um, same as before, just axing this guy in the head. Okay. So the one that you're flanking or the other one? Uh, the other one. Uh, 13 is just a hit. Yeah. There's another six, so yep. The good news is he does not also catch you on fire. He looks like he's starting to wear down a little bit, uh, and you're uh-huh. just able at this point to sort of start powering through his defense, getting Nick's here, Nick's there. He's not looking so great. Nick's everywhere. And that's your turn? Yeah. Okay. 
the guy next to next to Edwin Valen, he makes no move to tell the others to stop, but he makes no move to help them either. Like once Valen has 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 turned his attention over over to them, he turns around and looks at Edwin and just smiles and yeah. sort of folds his hands over 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 his lap a little bit and just waits. These guys are not stopping because, well, people are trying to kill them. And after the twenty-one hit you, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's starting to get a little desperate, especially when he 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 towards you, and you seem to sort of shrug it off. So he does a a, a lunge in with <clears throat> a short sword, and uh, and gets you in the stomach a little bit for seven piercing damage. Okay. And the one to the one that Brahm is facing quickly points it, and now you can, Bremi, you can see it wasn't really obvious before because it's pretty well disguised within within his clothing in terms of like around his collar, but you can see now what what looks like a tattoo there. Flare this angry, violent sort of blackish red color. Um, as you, and you've seen this effect happen before from Kira. It was a little bit, it felt, oh, it looked a little bit different from Kira, but you see this sort of black smoke come up and surround you and sort of sink into your skin and you feel a little bit colder and a little bit weaker. And then he is attacking you. It's the hex spell. But a 10 misses. <laughs> It do. Hex does no good if they can't hit. So <laughs> Hex is great, except for the shield between the two of us. And the best part is that one has advantage. <laughs> and he still can't hit you. And that is their turn. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. <laughs> you're hitting at least. Edwin, you're up. Okay. Once. Edwin makes no more aggressive action towards the guy, but is very clearly still watching him and still mm-hmm. holding an action for I know you have a dragon mark you're not going to fool me into make it, into thinking you don't and he just sort of shrugs and like mm-hmm. it's fine this will be over soon enough yeah Dale huh. you're up alright let's try that again alright twang 12 uh, 12 is a miss uh, you know what I'm going to action point that okay you hit doesn't matter what you roll you hit I thought so. There we go. So of course, that's where you roll the thing. Yep. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, 15 Jesus. damage. Then Colossus Slayer triggers, then the Hunter's Mark again. So that is uh, 15, 19, 23. So second time, you take aim, and he was so focused on his activating his Dragon Mark and, and attacking that you just put the arrow right through his eye, and he drops like a stone. Lovely. Uh, is there anything else you want to move the hunter's uh, mark or anything? Yeah, I'll like move that? the hunter's mark onto the next one but okay. because why not just in case. Just in case, yeah. <laughs> you never know. There might be a lot of ones. Never know. <laughs> Alright. Seth, you're up. Sword with advantage. Yep. Hey, I rolled a that decent number this time. One. That's a seventeen. Both of those were hits. Fourteen damage to this guy. And as he hears the 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 the, the muffled cut short cry next to him, he looks over, and that gives you all the opening you need to just jam your sword 
full hilt into him. And he spits up blood on you a little bit and and lurches over and then falls to his side and stops moving. Um, so I'd like to catch him okay. while pulling the sword out of his gut. Is he still there enough that Spare the Dying would keep him alive? Yeah, I'll say yes. So yeah, I just want to catch Normally him. with NPCs, obviously, you, they, they, they go yeah. to zero, they die, but... No, yeah, for yeah, it would make sense. So yeah, catch him, and with you know, with obviously catching him with my left hand, so that his body is between me and everyone else. Uh, mm-hmm. Spare the dying. Um, okay, and like sort of hold him, like sort of catch him with the left hand, support him there, sheath the sword, and then once I'm sure that he's not going to die, just unconscious, throw him over my shoulder. Okay, so, yeah, he. I'm gonna make. It, I'm assuming that that was your plan. The whole time. Yes. I want two of these guys. Roll <laughs> me. I'm going to make it a stealth roll. Okay. Because you jammed your sword full gut into him. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm assuming you don't want it. Well, uh, that's up to you. But but I was assuming based on your character that you might not want it to be obvious that you, you use something magical to make him yeah. not dead. Yes. So roll a stealth roll. 24. I'm pretty sure that beats everybody's passive perception, so you're fine. So you do it, you manage to angle it in just a, just the right way that, you know, Edwin's focused on uh, on on the guy in front of him. Valen was just shooting the shooting him. Bronma is between the two of you. You know, he's between you and Bronma. So nobody catches the fact that this guy would otherwise have been dead. Yep. And slam over my shoulder. Okay. And the, yeah, and the 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 street suddenly becomes much quieter. Not supernaturally, so it's just there's nobody trying to kill anybody on the street. Yep, and that uh, does tend to decrease volumes. Yes, it does. With dude on my shoulder, I'm going to sheath my sword and walk back towards the bartender. Okay, uh, I pick up my weapons and yeah. yeah. The bartender looks over, frowns that it looks like one of one of his people is dead, but. Doesn't say anything and just looks around. Stop. You got me. I give up. Yes, I can I can tell. Wait, I don't have advantage how, on that. How how weak does he look? Romium Romian insight roll actually. That's gonna be yeah. I was trying to now that we're not directly in combat read his <laughs> mm. aggressiveness. He looks like he's doing pretty well as far as you can tell. Like is he bloodied? <laughs> So yeah, he has some. He has a. He's he, he's his clothing. Now it's dark. To be fair, mm-hmm. his clothing is. But he's been cut at least a few times. But he is holding himself. He doesn't look horribly injured to you, especially since a good part of that damage was magical. Was in magical. Yes. What were you looking for, Edwin? Oh, I thought I said, um... Sorry, no, you did, but I was, I was, yeah. I'm, not necessarily is he lying about that, but reading his general disposition, he's like, oh, you caught me. So, the one thing, the best way, and he's not really trying to hide this, he seems supremely unworried at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I would be if I was in my part of town and knew I had backup. Like, he doesn't seem to have 
any concern over what oh, over how badly this fight just went. Okay. Mm-hmm. He does seem kind of pissed that one of his people died, but yeah, well. If he'd said stop, that could have been avoided. Okay, thanks. Yep. So yeah, he looks between you guys. Brenma, what are you doing? That is a question, isn't it? Um, I would like to just walk slowly towards him to okay. maybe here. Okay. And just sort of beat my axe against my shield. Just almost in a rhythm. Okay. Not quite, but almost. He cocks a brow at that, but unless you're, are you are you trying to unnerve him? A little or... bit, but also trying to. I mean, at, in like player me is that would annoy me being just off rhythm. Okay, you're you're, but, you're trying yeah. to annoy and confuse him. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna. I've just got two questions. All right. Number one. Who Could wants we possibly to let... knock him out and do this somewhere else? Yep, that's fair. I grab my crowbar and just cold cock him in the face with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's fair. Bam! Go ahead and make an attack roll, because that's, that's sort of an unexpected thing. So he would instinctually react. Yep, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just going to use my long sword because it's the same roll with a crowbar. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, well, he's dead. I don't know that I don't know that it would do a D8 damage, but <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Of all the times to roll a, crit, I mean, you're basically know, right? trying to just. I'm just gonna make it hand standard D2 plus your strength. No, well, unarmed is Double normally one plus fucking. Uh, unarmed is one plus strength typically. Isn't it one to two? Yeah, no, it's it's one plus strength. One D2 is an, is a. Improvised weapon you're not proficient you're with. You're right. You're right. Uh, an improvised pep, uh, improvised weapon you are proficient with. Regardless. Be, uh, so you did four damage. A, a, one, to D, him. a one D4. Um, well, strength. No, uh, one plus my strength is five. Um, oh, and, that's right. And if, it's, and if it's double, that's ten. No, no. Because your bonus is not doubled on a correct. Okay. It would be. Right, it would six. be six. So, yeah, six. <laughs> I mean that definitely knocks the man with one hit point out. Okay. So uh, just... <laughs> like literally after your magic missile he had one hit point left. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you like he's not even remotely <laughs> expecting it. And so he like flinches back briefly and he just happens to pull back in the same way that you're aiming. And it just smacks him right, almost, almost in the back of the head, like right in that perfect spot that probably would have killed him. But it's just a little bit off, and there's a spray of blood from his mouth, and he drops. Edmund just alive. catches the guy. He's not doing great, but he's still alive. <laughs> I'm going to put the guy on my shoulder down and okay. uh, grab rope from my bag and start tying them up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tie tie both, like hog tie both of them, basically. Okay, that is pretty easily done. The tricky part is going to be, where are you taking him? Uh, is there a is there an empty building next nearby? Roll me, I'm going to make it an intelligence roll. You guys didn't scout out this area. So an intelligence roll to see if you remember, like, like 
you can't tell from the street that you're on if either of these two buildings like directly near you are empty or not. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. Good God. It's, it's, the, the, the game is making up for the twos and threes previously. <laughs> so neither of these two buildings directly next to you are empty. You do there, There's one about a block down. All right. I'm going to pick them up, pick one of them up, right. and start walking that way. Uh, there's, a nice, you- there's a nice cozy spot nearby if we want to take them there. Are you yep. being subtle about it in any way? We're in Deathscape, right? Yes. No. Okay. Oh, no, hang on. no, 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 no. We can do this. Look, you, you give me that arm, and you take that arm. They're, 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 are you weakened at burning in this shit? They're hogtied. Okay, okay that, that, but that doesn't mean that we have to show that they're hogtied. We can cover them up with a cloak or something and then make it look like we're supporting a drunk guy. Hogtied means your your wrists and ankles are tied together. We can drag him, it's funny. <laughs> I ain't sure. I wasn't worried about it. So yeah, just but... roll me... I'm going to make it a deception roll. Okay, I have advantage on this. Both of you guys, who, or everybody who's involved in trying to sneak them, treat them like Bernie. 16 on mine. Okay. And I have advantage because I have enhanced ability charisma okay. still. Uh- just Can I just go. do a general perception yeah. roll as they're messing around? Oh, yes! I... Sorry, Brian, go ahead. Can I search the body of Mr. Simitar? Yeah. Yeah. Um, would that be a so roll? He's got, he's got about five gold on him. They do not have any kind of, kind of identification on them. They don't have their papers. Or he doesn't have his papers, rather. <coughs> he's wearing leather armor size for human and that's pretty much it that's of any real value nothing that unless there's anything particular that you're looking for i mean i was tempted to try and strip him of his armor and just leave him ass up in a in a and back alley okay you could do that yeah and then just hide the armor elsewhere okay <laughs> Yeah, so if anyone just That's happens to, awesome. to glance into this alley, you'll, you'll just see that this guy's random naked ass. <laughs> naked dead guy. <laughs> you know, probably not the weirdest thing you regularly see in Deathscape. Nope. You do see, actually, as you, are, as you are stripping him down, you do get a better look at his dragon mark, his aberrant dragon mark. And you've seen dragon marks before. I think pretty... Everybody in this group, I think, has seen a dragon mark before, but might not know the other people have. It's amazing. This is a much like it, it, it reacted very differently when it activated. Like a, a dragon mark of House Caniff. They all look, they all look identical. They might be on different parts of the body. They all grow the same way so as they get bigger and become you know from from lesser dragon marks to greater ones they all always end up looking the same this is something you've never seen before there's no real pattern to it like the dragon marks always end up it's sort of almost impressionistic at times but they end up almost forming some kind of a shape this is all spirals and and, and 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 chaos and stuff. It's not very big on him, so it probably wasn't a particularly strong dragon mark. It covers basically from like his breastbone up and just to his shoulders. 
But it's definitely different from any kind that you've seen before. So yeah, he gets left naked ass up in the in in the alleyway, I assume, over here. Yeah, so, somewhere like out of sight, but not like obviously trying to hide. Right. Sort of. Yeah. Like that would be. You don't know where. What like like where this necessarily goes, unless you want to really look into it, but. Somebody go, walking down this down this street would not notice him immediately. Yeah, Edwin, you're sort of looking around, paranoid, because you know, dragging unconscious people around. You see, so there are a couple people. This is it's not middle of the day. It's not dead of night, so it, it, it's not super super crowded area, and it's not completely devoid, but. You notice as people walk by, you haven't noticed any guard, any of the city watch, but as people walk by, a couple people will look over and notice and don't say anything at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They completely do not react. Did not see anything. Yeah. It's not even an, oh shit, and hurry along. It's a, it's a oh, oh, it's Tuesday, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's happening. Okay. Yeah, and... As much as I rolled the deception thing just to go along with Navarin, I'm not particularly bothered with trying to hide what yeah. I'm doing. I'm I like I completely casual. This is an everyday aspect of my life right now. <laughs> Fair enough. And and the perception is less about like, oh, did anyone see us? I'm assuming yes we were seen. It's it's almost partly a I don't want to get someone jumping down from the ceiling at me. Right. So you guys, well, but essentially make your make your way, like I said, about a block down and ignore what the inside of these buildings look like because they're not actually accurate. Just a convenient thing. You guys essentially end up moving in there. Ah, oh, we left right. Brahma behind. Yeah, you would notice on your way, like you, because you guys were keeping an eye out. As you uh, as you guys head along, because you were pretty sure, I'm I, as far as I recall, that you guys were probably being followed. You would notice that this particular building, the the door had been open. It looks like it looked like nobody was inside. And as you you guys step inside, it is. It looks like it was probably a shop at some point, but the shop's gone out of business for whatever reason, and there haven't been any goods or anything in here for at least months. Is it a single floor uh, thing? Is there a single basement? Floor, yeah. Is there a so there's no basement, no upstairs? There's no basement. There's no upstairs. There is sort of a uh, a small back storage room area. Okay, so just you know, get in, close the front door behind us. Are Alex and Kira with us? Alex and Kira, you know what? No, they did. When the whole thing started up, they were like, "We're gonna go warn a Eldrin and head it off." Okay, because that's okay. more convenient. Good. That's fine. Because if they were still here, I was going to tell them to go do that. And uh, uh, so yeah, close the front door. Look at look between the two uh, unconscious people we have. Look up at Edwin. Which one do you think should be in the back room? Mm-hmm. Probably this guy. I say pointing at the the one on the the, the one that I not the one that I knocked unconscious. Okay. Uh, Can I do like now that we're in a like a very basic medical check for which of them? might be unconscious longer if either of them's likely to die. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and roll me a medicine. Cool. So, you do a quick look over the two of them. Um the one that the one that got 
the one that you were not looking at for a long period of time, the one that was not the bartender, looks to be in actually fairly good shape somehow. He just seems to be uh, essentially unconscious. It's not going to be, it's, he'll wake up moderately quickly. The one that got crowbarred across the back of the head. The one that got crowbarred. He's probably going to have a concussion. Probably a pretty bad one. He did get beamed with a crowbar at maximum uh, maximum velocity. (laughs) Um, From a very strong person, too. (laughs) As you're looking him over now, he he was holding himself up way better than you would expect. Because this guy was this guy was right on the verge of being dead as it is, which like, is why I was going to beat him in the back of the head with a dagger. Yeah, I mean, between between like you knowing what you did to him and being you know the the the, the wound to the shoulder from Valen and the, the the chunks of flesh from from his torso that were sort of torn out by the by the magic missiles. This guy was about a stone's throw away from 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 being a corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gave up at the perfect moment. <laughs> yeah, I'd expect no. Less He'll be unconscious for a little while. Well, he's going to be out of it, but we definitely need to have a conversation about interrogation tactics and how they coincide with giving people concussions. He looks fine to me. Which is why I'm the medic. <laughs> And I'll like Edwin will try and start scooping up the bartender to bring him into the other room. No, no, no. Okay, uh, 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 leave the bartender and out here. I'm gonna roll the strength check because strength is amusing, and apparently Pete reasonably okay with it. You're like, oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. And you go to pick it, and you just heft, and he just goes over your shoulder like into a fireman's carry. <laughs> Uh, and I'll bring him to the back well, room. Well, no, Edwin, Edwin, leave him out here. This guy goes in the back room because I guess we're going to be talking to him first. It, it, if, if, if we have him in the back room and we just like open the door to show him his buddy who is unconscious with you guys standing over him, close the door again. It'll seem like we're in a much more like complicated compound type situation than just an empty shack. I don't necessarily trust that these people don't recognize their local abandoned buildings, but okay. I mean, and when it's when it's dark and you've got a back down. when it's dark and you've got a dangerous person standing over you, you don't recognize lots of stuff. Can I cast a light spell in his face? In whose was, face? Was that was that in character or out of character? That was in character. Um, in yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm just gonna open the door and and take the guy into the back room. Um, okay. What does the back room look like right now? The back room is just, it's a small little storeroom. Looks like it was, at one point, there are a lot of shelves that are very empty, very dusty. As you open, you hear some scurrying sounds. You are sure so there's some rats in oh, here. That's good. That's fine. So what I'd like to do is, is there a chair anywhere? There is not, actually. There is not a lot of furniture around here that is in good shape in this building. Okay. Is there a box? You can probably find a box, yeah. Okay. I basically want to find a box, put it in the corner, mm-hmm. sit him on top of it. All right. Back. He sort of groans a little bit as, as as you pick him up. He's already starting to wake up yep. a little bit. And you know, have Edwin you know, cl- basically close the door behind us so that it's nice and dark. Let Edwin make the spotlight. Okay. 
And basically, oh, I see. basically, we're doing this, you know, Area 51 black bag style. So, yeah, you throw the cast light spell on it. On a stone or something, yeah. Yes. And he blinks his eyes open, looks around. He's a little bit disoriented at first. Wakey, wakey. Pauses, sort of blinks it off. Kind of make you guys out a little bit. It's basically like with I'm assuming like the light stone is between oh. us and him, so all he can see is the light and figures. So I know you didn't know who you were attacking, but we'll just call that one fair, okay? And he pauses he, he, as you're saying this, he looks down, looks at the point in his armor where there's a big hole there, looks up at you. That's a neat trick. Yeah, I'm good like that. So just a couple of questions. You might not know much, but whatever you know will keep us from having to do other things. Sound fair? The walls are not particularly thick. At least not the inner, not not like this inner story. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. wondering if Valen and Bronma can probably hear things. I mean, uh, if they, yeah, if they care to listen, I'm not being particularly quiet. So roll me an in. Intimidation roll. Sure. I've still got advantage on that. Yes, you do. I'm going to action point that. You also have guidance because I cast it right. I I did say that. Okay. Okay. That makes it 17. Also, important question. Mm -hmm. Is your character actually willing to torture him? Yes. Okay. So you definitely put put on a good show. And he looks at you for a moment. His back sort of stiffens a little bit. You ask the questions, I can't guarantee I'm going to give you an answer. That's fair enough. So, the hit on Eladrin Devoun, when's it supposed to happen by? Who the fuck is Eladrin Devoun? Do I believe him? At, like, can I roll an insight check on that? Roll me an insight, roll yeah. an insight check. That's a normal one. I am also doing hey! that. That's basically Not why bad. I'm here. <laughs> so, 17 and a 14. As near as you can tell, like there are no, there are none of the telltale signs of deception. He, it's an automatic, like there's enough time for him to register what you've said before he says it. So it's, it was not just an automatic, no matter what you said, he was going to say it. Yeah. But there's no pause as if to figure out what he's going to say in response to it is an honest reaction. Okay. Eh, they may not have given you her name. The person that I was talking with, the blind guy, about killing. You didn't actually get to that in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, no, you, I, said, you said, I want to kill, kill people for you. Yeah. They said, do you have, a dry, do you have an aberrant yeah, dragon no, no, mark? No, no, no. You I, said, I, no. I'm assuming that he understands the reason, the, the, the reason why House Tarkadian was interviewing people for killing was because of the contract they have that, uh, to kill a person. So that's, I'm assuming he knows that. I don't know if he does, but like... Seth is making his assumptions, yeah, and that's like, fine. Yeah, the person that I was meeting with him over is, is, the, is the, the statement. He, raises, he, he gives you a look. Kid, do you have any idea how many people we kill for money? You have any idea how many people I kill for fun? Okay. I'm guessing not many. Because you don't seem to be having fun yet. Well, you're not dead yet, so. I don't Better. know who Eladrin Devon is. I didn't have any current jo- current contracts. That's why I was here. 
All right. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's try a different angle. Your group selectives. Know any particular reason why we were invited to interview, given the criteria? You're going to have to talk to Heaven about that. Hmm, fair enough. I mean, I was grabbed out of, I, he grabbed me out of a, out of a guild house, so to speak, told me to be at a particular place and follow his lead. So am I getting the sense that this did, is... Did we, did we establish if we can hear this or not? Because if we can, I yes, lean over... you guys can I probably le- hear it. I lean over to Brandman, I'm like, ah, the I'm just a paid flunky approach. Let's see how it works out. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it pans out. <laughs> so, so I, then I say, so what you're saying is that in addition to having no information, you're basically valueless to me right now. In the and and the implication there is that if he has no re- if I have no reason to be talking to him, I'm just going to kill him. Oh, I yeah. he gets that. <laughs> it was not a subtle message. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, you have no value to me right now. It's what I see. now now. I'm sure we can find something useful. It's always a, said, it's always a three from the Russian judge, Eddie. It's yeah. the only card he has is a three. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> He just sort of leans forward. It's like, kid, if you're going to kill me, do it. Right in the middle of the word do, my sword is in his throat. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, if you're going to kill me, do. Okay. Do I at least get a surprised look on his face? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, I wasn't like expecting that. Jab it in. And yeah, there, the, there's a moment of, it's not that he wasn't expecting you to do it. He didn't expect you to do it at that particular moment. And let's be honest, when you stab someone in the throat, they're going to be surprised no matter what. Yep. So they're going to have that surprise. So yeah, he he chokes a little, gurgles, and slumps over. Nice big spreading red stain. Maybe the bartender will have more information. Pull my sword out, um, clean it. There's a little something called torture that usually becomes between asking the questions and killing the person. Well, it, yeah, if they have anything worth knowing. And then just wrap See, Out him. in the room, out, out, outside the room, you guys hear that if you're going to kill me, just <laughs> thud. And then that interesting move. Yeah, like I, he obviously didn't know anything, and I'd rather not have a potential crazy man running around the streets any longer than we need to. Grab him, drag him out to the front room. Okay. <laughs> Leave a nice little red smear across the ground as you do. Yep. Toss him in a corner. Yep. So the bartender might know more, might know less. I, I'm saying That'd to the good room. idea. Alex isn't here right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the bartender's still laying on laying flat on the ground. Uh, You're not waking up until someone wakes him up. Yeah, I look up at Valen Bronmo. What do you guys think? Um, I uh, mean, is it our turn? Good, good, good placement on the sword thrust. Uh, like the the stab was pretty quick. Um, what are you asking? No, I I I I, I point at the bartender. He might know more, or he, he might know nothing else. I mean, he's in charge of this particular group, but he's not in charge of the operation as a whole. No, but he's in charge of this group. All right. Well, do you guys want to take a stab you at it? You wanted him alive, and then you gave him a concussion. I didn't know he was that weak. He looked fine to me. 
did you hit him over the head with a crowbar? I wasn't sure if just punching him would be enough. Like, legitimately, like, I wasn't sure if punching him would be enough. I didn't want to be in that situation. I had to punch him twice. <laughs> yeah, my combat abilities, dear brother. It's just awkward when you punch them twice. Yeah, like it's it's awkward and it seems it doesn't have the impact you want. So <laughs> even with the crowbar. Well, um, uh, Salem. Um, do I do have, have any anti-concussion magic? Let me check real quick. I mean, your wounds would. Okay. Hey, do you have some questions planned? Or healing word. Any kind of healing spell would he, would no. cure that. No, I, I don't really have any questions planned, Branma. Um This is mm. type two. Uh, once we wake him up, um, he's got that smug look on his face, which means he's going to talk if we just stay quiet. So I was planning to just stay quiet and let him talk at me. I have an interesting idea. Okay. Shall we? Uh, go ahead. Wow. So, he gets so, drugged into the room. I will, or unless you guys aren't even taking him into the room, that's up to you. No, but taking him in. Okay. There's still um, a convenient little spotlight if you would like to use it. Maybe we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Alternatively, uh, alternatively, do you need me to cure the concussion? I dragged the box. No, not yet. I dragged the box okay. to there in the middle of the room, okay. and then I stand here. And um, what are the walls made of? Do Do you want? Do you want me to leave this guy in the room? I say pointing at the dead one. I don't think he'll... No, no that might, that, that'll probably just annoy him. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, Jeremy, uh, what are the walls made of in this back room? I mean, just wood. Would it be possible to try and put a hole in, like, two holes in the wall? Yeah. You've got an axe. You've got more than one axe. We've got uh, a variety of bladed implements. Uh, no, I actually just have the one. I've got a piton. I've got a battle axe and a hand axe. Uh, nope. I mean, I've got pitons if we want to put small, like, perfectly circular okay. holes in. Well, you have an axe. So you okay. can... If you're going for something more precision, you don't have the tools for it, but somebody um, else might. I mean, roughly sort of calf-sized. Calf-sized? Yeah. Like As a baby... human calf, not oh, baby that's cow. That's expression I recognize. I was going to say, are you talking about, like, small cow, or are you talking, like, <laughs> lower leg, lower part of lower leg? leg. Okay. Yeah, lower leg. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. I would it's like loud, to... but you can do that. Yeah, I mean, I assume he's going to be out for a little bit. Yes. I would like to remove his clothes. Okay. And hand them back out to Seth or Edwin, whoever's closer. I'll take them. I'll take the clothes. We'll both. We'll both. We'll 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 divvy them up. Um, and hopefully hang him upside down in these holes near the bloodstain. Okay. And then ask Edwin to help with the concussion. Sure. So hang on. So hang on. Just so I have this clear uh, in my mind, he's upside down on the wall, hanging from calf-sized holes in the wall, with a blood trail from the dead guy we just dragged out, like right next to his head. Yep. Yep. Oh, that works. Do 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 so, like so? Is he getting splinters? Are we padding these holes? What are we like? No. Okay, so he's just, just very holes. he's very uncomfortable. He's okay. very uncomfortable. Yep. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Edward so, not impressive. Well, I haven't started yet. <laughs> I'm very excited to see. We. Uh, I can be like outside tickling his feet with a feather if you want. Like, <laughs> you had your turn. Go away. <laughs> now we're we're not going to kink shame Seth for that, but we are going to look at him. 
Well, I'm just like you. you Brown is the one stripping him naked and hanging him upside down from a wall. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Genuinely impressed. Uh, And I'm going. So, okay, in the room, wherever Branma is, I'm just going to sort of stand behind her in a sort of looming fashion. Okay. And Edwin can heal from outside the room because his legs are the wall. Yeah. Outer wall or inner wall? Ed, as long as he's feet are through it, it's fine. It, it's, more, make, it's more just about the hanging. Let's it, make it an inner wall. Yeah, okay. it would be kind of weird to have his legs hanging out into an alleyway. <laughs> it's quite funny, though. <laughs> and just people walking <laughs> along going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> there, I mean, and it just so happens to be an alleyway where like some sadist is. So while he's in the middle of, of, of his interrogation, all of a sudden he just falls forward with because someone cut his through his legs. <laughs> I, I just find it funny someone would be walking past. It's like first I saw that guy's ass and now this. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> it's not the weirdest thing I've seen in Sean. So basically just looking for him to wake up and then okay. Edwin can leave, I guess. Yeah, Edwin will just Smack him across the face and cast your wounds. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. Not the hit. You hit automatically. Like yeah. Critical pure I'm wounds. not. Usually you don't even need to roll the hit. With right. Healing magic. Nice. And, and just before he wakes up, I'll just say to Valen, you, you, we want to try the quiet approach. Let's see how this works. Okay. And Edwin will slap him and walk out of the room. So yeah, you slap his head jerks to the side as you see like the, the the enormous bruise on the back of his head that already looked like it was starting to swell up a little bit goes down, swell up in like a a a beyond just bruise kind of way. Again, you hit him over the head with a crowbar. And and you the, see like the, 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 the no the physically strongest member of the party hit him over the head of the crowbar, yes. let's be fair. And you see where like his upper body where 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 the, the magical darts had, had sort of torn into him, that all heals up. He's still not in great shape, but he's at least not in danger of dying at the moment. And he blinks a couple of times. Looks around. Has that disorient? Because when you wake up upside down, naked, <laughs> in a dark room with a big bright light there, you're going to automatically be disoriented. And looks around. Takes him a minute to sort of blink, take stock of his surroundings. As, as soon as I see him. And then looks over at you too. I'm just going to go back to just tapping my axe against the shield. Okay. In that same sort of nearly rhythmic fashion and just staring. My people? Clank, 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 clank. Yep, just keep it on staring. Maybe you don't speak common, and he switches to dwarven. My people. I pull out my small knife and try to remove a small piece of skin from his leg. Okay. As if filleting a fish. Okay. Roll me a... We, we're really good at fighting people, not so much at interrogating them. <laughs> oh, no. I think you're very good at great at inter- You guys are great at interrogating people. If you're a chaotic, evil party... <laughs> uh... Interrogating? Oh, I thought Bremen was just having fun. I wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, oh, she's trying to get information out of him. Edward I'm going to give you an intimidation Edwin's chaotic neutral-ish. Okay. 
I mean, we're all chaotic. That's I'm not. No, no. There are there. This party's group uh, right now is chaotic good, chaotic neutral, neutral good, and lawful neutral. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. Tor- that's why. No, you just killed an unarmed man. Uh, I killed an unarmed aberrant dragon marked we'll assassin. We'll debate the morality of it later. Um, <laughs> I'm just upset he didn't torture him first. No. Hey, that's a natural 20 on the intimidation check. Yes. So his teeth, uh, he he starts making definite sounds of pain. Like he's not holding back, but he doesn't instantly start telling you things because you guys haven't asked him anything yet. Kinda. Okay. And then just back to the back to the baiting of the the axe. <laughs> Seth's outside going. I don't think he's gonna start saying anything if they don't ask him questions. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you people? Why? Let me be clear here. If I don't make it out of here alive, you will have started a war with people you don't want to have started a war with. I asked you. No, why? you didn't ask. You didn't ask me shit. I literally just asked why. You just did, but he was in the middle of yelling at you, so he didn't hear it. Why attack you? Just staring him down. Because you're the worst. You're you're the worst fake interviews I've seen in a long time. (laughs) We know when people are trying to trying to sneak their way into our organization. And the lady. What do you want to know? I just stare back. No, really. What do you want to know? I take to his other leg. Okay. Yep, so just basically the same sort of sized face. Go ahead and roll me another intimidation roll. Okay. With advantage or regular? Yes. At what point do you You're peeling skin off of his leg. Yes, you get an intimidation or you get advantage. Apparently when you start repeating yourself, it gets less intimidating. (laughs) So at this point... He actually was expecting a little bit more this time. And it, make no make no mistake, he's in severe pain, but he grits his teeth, holds down, and is just sort of staring at you with this look of, it's a combination of indignation and rage. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's what seems about where we want him. That's nice. Okay, I'll, I'll just step up after Bram has finished cutting a piece off. Um... I'll just turn yeah. to her and be like, are you planning to do what I think you're planning to do with that? Depends. Okay, then. How much more so, do you need? I'm just ignoring the guy right now. I mean, a good couple of ounces, at least. Uh, okay, right. Look, like, rapping on the wall next to him. Um, You, uh, you probably want to keep being able to walk so i'll do you a favor i will politely ask my friend not to take any more of your legs and you can tell us all about your latest contract i'll i'll make a counter offer let me walk out of here and house Arcane isn't going to kill each and every one of you and everybody you know and love okay first of all you already tried to kill us it was not impressive you think i'm one of house Arcane's best well, no, clearly not. You're here. <clears throat> right. I misjudged you. That was a mistake. Of course, 
I would question how they're going to know to come after us if we just kill you. That is a got lost. really good question, isn't you it? Could have, you could have betrayed the house. You could have done any number of things. Uh, uh, because there's holes in the walls, I know we can hear this. So hyp- mm-hmm. uh, outside the room, Seth just goes, who starts a war over their weakest link? Seth gets a little somebody punch in who the is shoulder. Very, somebody who is very protective of their people. Who sends their weakest link to kill people? Shut up. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I swing the axe near his head into the wall. Okay. Okay. He look, goes look, silent look. at that. We're getting off. Edwin's going to walk into the room. No, we got off to a bad start when you started torturing me before you started asking questions. <laughs> we need to Edwin's just going to walk into the room. We needed to establish that we were serious. Get Branma and Valen. Hi. Well, I appreciate the creativity and the effort. Walk over. Cast another Cure Wounds on the guy. Okay. Oh, good. We can take more now. That's just totally in my spell list. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Max, again, probably doesn't mm-hmm. feel like much, but it is something. I mean, it's something. Magical curing. Consider the amount we know about this group. It's not unreasonable that... Their people are very valuable to them. Sort of looks at the wall to where, towards where Seth will be, looks back at Edwin. I actually do value my neck to some extent. Now, we have questions. I don't think it's unreasonable that we fought back when attacked, but certainly this... No, that was, was fine. This was very poorly handled. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion. With disadvantage okay. right now. Okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. very fair. Note self, um, never let Bronma interrogate a prisoner again. <laughs> no, it's oh, fine. No, only let Bronma interrogate people that don't have scary no. backup. <laughs> it's totally fine. All right, so 15. If it matters, he is being completely honest. Yes. Hey, we have the same, we have the same charisma modifier. Oh, I know, persuasion so is one of your over focuses, you. And there's a moment, he's just like... His face sort of changes from, like, when he was looking at the other two. It was, like I said, just his pure rage and just, just like, he had been set into fuck you mode, essentially. He looks over at you, and there's a moment where it sort of smooths out into sort of an impassive, like, he's trying to determine whether this is some kind of bullshit game. And after, the, after that beat, he's like, let me down, we'll talk. Fair enough. I'm gonna gently I'll, help him down. I'll come okay. in. I'll come into the room and like nod out for Valen and Bronma. <laughs> cool. Yeah, he gets down. He sort of pushes himself up, walking out. Well, it was fun if nothing off. else. <laughs> Close the door behind me. Coming in. <laughs> so here's my deal. I leave unharmed from this point forward, and I'll tell you what I know. That seems very reasonable. All right. So this may not make you the happiest, but I don't know that much. I'm usually working on the assumption that most people don't. It's not my place to judge. What I can tell you, I don't know the exact identity of the uh, of the person who put, put the contract on the cannon's life. <clears throat> I can tell you that there's somebody who may be able to provide you with some more insight. I would not suggest using these kind of tactics with them. 
let's just say you have, he may have some good reason to provide you with insight as to who might want the bitch dead. You're going to want to go to the city of the dead. There's a district there. Leans over to Bram Bram again. There's a lot of places in the city named something death or death place or place of the dead. (laughs) I mean, really, no, there's, it's really just death gate and city of the dead. Maybe yeah, there's I, one or two more. I'm coming into contact with all the yeah. ones that are named. <laughs> yes, you are. The tourist uh, is experiencing parts of the city for the first time. There's a por- the portion of the city of the dead known as Haldron's tomb. There's an obelisk there. The person in that obelisk will be able to tell you what you need to know. Does the person have a is name? Is my assumption correct? Yeah, you recognize where they're talking. Where okay. he's talking about? That's all I needed. The person's name person. Their name is Gath. Do I know that name? Roll me an arcana roll at disadvantage. <laughs> so what you're saying is I don't know that. Very probably not. Nope. nope. I have also, in my bio, I have changed uh, my standing with House Tarkane into not good standing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he should be able to tell you everything you need to know. As far as I'm aware, he's not behind the hit. One other question, and certainly I understand if you don't have the answers, but is there a particular reason you accepted the meeting at all? It's not like we're exactly eligible. I didn't know if you were eligible, first of all. I wouldn't have normally. My boss suggested I take the meeting. And when she suggests something, it's not really a suggestion. Hmm. I assumed... She knew something I didn't, whether it whether she thought you had an aberrant dragon mark or she knows who you're connected to or what. But when whatever, however many intermediaries you went through, when they, the, my person came to me with this possible, with, with, with requesting this meeting, gave me the information he had. I took it to her, as I usually do, expecting her to say no, because she usually does. She said, take it. See what happens. Well, I think on all sides, deepest apologies for the inconvenience. I mean, yeah. I'd say no harm, no foul, but no harm, no foul ended at out on the street. That being said, give me my clothes, first of all. What the fuck is wrong with you people? That 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 um, wasn't that wasn't us. That was uh, at this point Edwin's just like so, nodding and just like, yeah, I I I they didn't really I mean, counsel us on that one, so I don't I'm not sure what was going on there. Don't mess with the dwarf. <laughs> I learned that. I don't it's a really bad idea. I don't know if maybe that's a dwarvish thing. I'm not. I'm not. I. I I'm just confused. Oh no! As I you. get why the clothes were taken off because you can't peel someone's skin off if they have clothes over it. Well, like that too. I'm. I, I, I open the door and get his clothes and bring <laughs> it back just, in. That's by the. <laughs> like Seth is as confused. Seth, Seth is as confused as this guy on that part. Like on the and on the skin peeling part. drag. My socially incompetent brother out of the room. Yeah, that so I'm not socially incompetent. Before he pisses off the desperate dragon marked guy. No, that was that was me establishing a connection here. No, I I, I step out and grab his clothes and bring him back in. Okay. Here. 
So he gets dressed, walks looks outside. Around, please never establish a connection with me. <laughs> what? Bill looks at Seth. Please never establish a connection with me like that. <laughs> Mutual walks out, walks out into into the front room. Looks over at you two. Just looks away. He I, looks it, like he's going to say something about the about the other body, and then just lets it go. Bedroom. Turns to walk out, and he's walking out the front door. He he his form shimmers. And he I, goes invisible. Before he gets to that that point, uh, okay. just yelling out to him, hey, just trying to get his attention. He stops, looks back at you. I hold out a bit of the skin that I took and lick it. <laughs> oh, Bran was fun. Turns around, and as he's walking out the door and shimmering, you hear, fucking dwarves. <laughs> I've never created a speciesist before. <laughs> They've just become one. <laughs> so Seth comes, steps out. The fuck's with carving bits of flesh off his legs? I am confused. Did we get an answer? Yes. I don't then know we'll if I don't know if that helped or not. Let's be fair, Seth. You can't really talk. You're the one that killed his his, uh, his men without saying anything. Oh, here you go. We deal with a place that probably very no, highly no, values no. their personnel. I I, yeah. I killed one of his killing the personnel is a very Edwin. bad idea. I killed him because he didn't have any valuable information and was going to. But he did have and was going to just threaten. He would have had value as a bargaining chip with this guy. Uh, you, you gave up a potential option for no I, real reason. I feel like he didn't have that much value. They just but, they just sort of roped him you. in off the street as a as a as a bit of muscle. Like, but this no no no. Edwin is saying that this house. Did he shoot they... fire or did he do the other thing? The one that you guys killed was the one that shot fire. Yeah. Okay. Cast yeah, he hell fire. fire. Yeah. Or he, hell he, from yeah. He he fight, he burned me. I I just say, oh, here you go, by the way, and just throw one of the chunks to Seth. I sidestep. <laughs> Splurt. Oh, and then just drop the other one. <laughs> also, I kind of thought I, I was on the I was on the kill both of them so they don't, you know, A, aren't roaming the street, eventually going to go crazy and murder people, uh, murder more people train. Okay, well. Well, you, you've. Failed on that train because one of them did walk away. Yeah, I, that was. I, I, I pointed. Look at that statement. I pointed Edwin. Like, I mean, there's, yeah, that wasn't my call. Anyways, we have in, we have some information and a lead. We need to head out. Well, first we need to go check on Ledrin and see that Alex and Kira got the message to them, and then we have a person to go talk to over at uh, the City of the Dead. Which you, Seth, you would know mm-hmm. is exactly what it sounds like. That's where the mausoleum. The de- yes, it's yeah. it. It is the the cemetery graveyard district, which is yeah. actually split into two sort of districts, two sort of areas. Haldron's tomb is is a tomb district that's overlooking Tavik's Landing on the eastern edge of the city. Yeah, uh, there's also the Dragon Crypts which occupy the northern cliff top that you guys tend to see more often because it overlooks Dura. And Sasso scratches the back of his head. I'm really interested in what was said to make them want to go through with the interview in the first place. I, 
I, I don't think you you necessarily need to worry about that. I kind of want to talk about the part where he told the he told us that uh, we were the worst potential interviewees ever. Oh, that well. sounds like fun. What happened in there? Mm, well, we didn't Edwin will give a detailed recount. Yeah, we didn't meet the every everything that was said, every action that was taken. Yeah. as far as he remembers it, which is yeah. probably not like word for word, but is yeah, basically, it's all of the th- questions that were asked. Yeah, that sat down, did the KG back and forth, you know, give a name, etc. What do you know about us? I know you're killers. What about this? You so you don't know about this? Da da da. Oh, you do you have an, do you have an aberrant dragon mark? No. Oh well, then we can't hire you. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like like you guys running through it in your head. It doesn't seem like you guys did that bad of a job. It's just the whole not knowing that they require aberrant. We basically we were missing a crucial part of a crucial piece of information going in. Edwin doesn't think that's the, like that that's possible. Which is specifically that they only hire aberrant dragon marks. We were missing huh. that bit of information going in. Which I did. You're right. It is strange that they gave you the meeting then. Yeah, the drink wasn't that bad. Guy was actually very nice and polite and extraordinarily professional. Still, probably want to. That does actually give you a moment of pause as you realize, oh, that's how he might might have known. The blind guy and the other guy in the bar were not either of the two people that 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 were attacking you with. Have it. I was assuming there was at least yeah. five more people following us, so that's fine. So yeah, you guys are uh, look over at Edwin. Chilling in an empty building we, with we, a dead guy. I mean, looking over at Edwin, we may want to invest in new lodgings, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could always go squat in some rich guy's house while he's away on vacation. Anyways, let's go check on Aladrin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just walking mm. out the door. <laughs> just going to give this this buddy a quick once over. Okay, because he's uh, the other guy that. Yeah. You managed to pull about uh, eight silver pieces off of him. Uh, like the other guy, he he he's dressed in leather armor. Kind of fucked up leather armor after that the whole battle. And yet, again, he doesn't have classic assassin. He doesn't have any any identifying marks. In case he gets killed, assumedly, then mm-hmm. you don't want any way to quickly, you know, uh, lead you back to the organization he's a part of. And his blade is was assumedly left out in the street because nobody picked it up. Yep, yeah. somebody got a free weapon. Um, how far is it from that where I left the other guy? Four-year-old boy that was walking along. <laughs> See what happens when you leave dangerous weapons just hanging out in the street. What do you mean, poor four-year-old boy? He took it and sold it, the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's money in the. That's food right there. <laughs> Look, mummy, a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my sorry. dinner. Hey, Zarek, you were saying something before I cut you off um, with my joke. No, it's all right. Um, how far would it be for taking this guy to the other guy? It would it, be it would approximately be 125 feet. And are there still people around? Well, more probably more like 135 because, you know. Lean back into the building. I'm going to lean back into the I building. I mean, yeah, there's... The, it is not, like I said, it is not an, a completely unoccupied street. So if you drag mm. him, people are going to notice you dragging a dead body. Le- Laying back into the street, into the building. Brahma, please leave him there. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just going to leave him. Okay. And you guys make your way 
out of the building and back to <laughs> back past the the alley with the other body in it, <laughs> uh, making your way off to the list that you were originally headed to. Yep, just whistling along as we go. Yep, and cleaning yeah, off it, cleaning off bits of blood from my armor or from my clothes. Yep. Yeah, and looking at Edwin, yeah, new place to live, and also better clothes, because this stuff is getting torn up. I say looking at my ragged jacket that has more holes in it now than it did previously. So yeah, your guys' trip back to, uh, across the city, uh, you are not attacked again, until you run across that that, that rampaging pit thing, Noah. <laughs> Well, we had a good run. I mean, that's one way to know that players don't torture people. (laughs) Again, I didn't torture anybody. I Um, barely tortured You just failed to interrogate someone, which is actually, Seth behaved the most like someone with a good alignment here. Yeah, like... (laughs) No, no, I would argue that Edwin behaved the most like somebody with a good alignment, even though Edwin doesn't have a good alignment. Edwin had no moral stake in the issue at all. Right. Was but anyway, aligned evil. You uh, know that he had a wife. If you if you, if Seth finds out he had a wife and kids, Seth will feel bad. Until that point, he does not. Until that point, this is a dickhead that tried to kill us. No, no, perfectly valid. I'm just saying. Uh, so you back to, yeah, you guys make it across the city. You guys make it back to the, the Dragon Towers uh, in the middle Dura area where, actually, this is your first time here, I think, Seth. I mean, to, to the Dragon Towers specifically, yes. Yeah, you Seth, Seth has had a vested interest in not going to the Dragon Towers. Yeah, I'm assuming you generally don't go where all the Dragon Mart house enclaves are. No. Typically um, not. Typically not. I don't know where my token is. You're, uh, you're off to the left. In the, you're you're in the sea. You are in the sea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you weren't you weren't in the middle part of the sea. I don't know. I was Seth there earlier. Uh, Dragon no. Towers. No, I was assuming Edwin has a distinct impression that he went for a swim and Weird then takes tokens. it off. But yeah, so this is your first time in this area, which for you is probably a little nerve-wracking for obvious reasons. Yeah, yep, not not comfortable. Yeah, you see, I mean, for a lot of reasons, because this area, perhaps more than any other middle uh, part of the middle city, is ridiculously well guarded. Like I'm not comfortable not in the central. Dis- the- like I'm not I'm not comfortable in the central pillar anywhere. Yes. But especially not here. No. I mean, in addition to City Watch, you see a lot of uh, a lot of people in Dragonmarked House colors and, and, and banners who are who are clearly guards of some kind. Yeah, if there was any place that you didn't want to be more, you can't think of it right now. I mean, Malian's Gate is a pretty second good second runner right now. Malian's Gate, yeah, probably. You know, because Gazlak apparently wants me for a job of the hut Han Solo moment. So, <laughs> I mean, all they said was he wants to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, no, Gazlak, Gazlak doesn't ever talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way into uh, up Dow's Kenneth and noticing all the other three of you have been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone except for Seth has been. Yeah, 
So noticing you guys, recognizing you guys, they actually let you through. And you make your way directly into House Kenneth, or the, the tower that makes up House, Ken, House Kenneth's enclave. Uh, so uh, You're uh, at the point of no escape if they find you. Uh, yeah, as, bringing Seth here well, right after we put them on high alert forever and Dragonmarks probably was not very smart. Um, no, no. As, 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 as we are walking through, as much as Seth is not, not comfortable in this area, he's also intensely curious. So he's like, yeah, that's like, fair. Like tourist, like, like the worst tourist than Valen is just looking yeah. around at everything. And <laughs> Seth loses his, Seth loses his cool attitude for a bit. Yeah. And actually, cause this is the first time Alex isn't here. Edwin is moving through this very comfortably. Cool. And you, as you guys, as you guys walk in, they let you in, but you do not. A couple of guards say uh, that that are out there were like, uh, "You are expected. We will go ahead and escort you." Cool. Of course. Not just letting you wander around and supervise. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming we can attempt to meet but with yeah. the Ladrin. Yes. Yes. That that appears to be where they are taking you. That's good. So you guys head up, head over to a Ladrin's apartment. Apartment quote-unquote, a.k.a. mini manor house. The Eladrin Mansion. One of the guards goes up, knocks on the door, uh, and you notice instead of Eladrin answering the door this time, it's actually an, uh, another guard who opens the door, sees it, it sees that you're there, the, 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 the guard that was escorting you, says something quietly to him, and he nods and lets you guys in. Lady Devon is, is in the sitting room, and she is expecting you. Hi. <laughs> sort of walk in smooth. Yeah, little, first time here. Little, little, little awkward. Um, for just a moment, Seth is actually actually seems like a twenty two year old human from the poor part of town. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you guys head into and again the sitting room for somebody who 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 knows what. The good life is. This is a this is a nice, quaint little room. This is nicer than any place you've ever ever been. This one room <clears throat> is nicer than any place you've ever been. It sounds like, how do you get this? How yeah. much money does this cost? <laughs> and you guys, Alex and Kira are are are, are sitting off. It looks like they were in conversation to themselves. They were. Yeah, cursing over something. Uh, Eladrin looks up at you guys, uh, uh, smiles and, and and stands up. The smell pauses for just a moment when she when when, when she sees the condition of your guys's. Well, you guys have clearly been in a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one that I'm, I'm the only one that actually got hit. So no, you know, no, you're not. Am I not? Who else no. got nope. hit? Not yeah, at everybody all. Got hit Edwin was that. the only person that avoided like. Blood splatter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and plus, I, I, only I think Edwin got it because blood caused it on him at one point. Maybe no, 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 no. That was that was um, Seth. Never mind. It depends if he's unless, thinking like unless wounds. Edwin got blood on him when Seth stabbed a guy's throat. Maybe eh, no, no. I'm, that was still on Seth. That was still on Seth. I'm sin. Seth is fairly covered in gore. Well, no, I, 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 I made a note of cleaning myself off as best as I could okay. as we were walking. As best you can. As best I can. I did not. <laughs> uh, 
please sit down. Can I, can I, uh, how do you need, uh, uh, any healing potions or, or anything like that? But can I, is everybody okay? Uh, a drink would be lovely. Yes, of course. Uh, what would you like? Any Mine. Water. Any, okay. <laughs> I'll take a healing potion. Okay. Yeah, and she looks over, over one of the guards, heads off, comes back really quick. And Ladrin actually goes to fix you, fix you a drink. Brings over one of the guards, comes over and hand, hands, hands Vale on a vial. Cheers. <laughs> and it's a standard healing potion. So two D plus two. Yep. So how much did Alex and Kara inform you of? Oh uh, well, they 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 brought me somewhat up to speed. They yeah. they had said, "Wow, nice roll in there, Valen." Four is not zero. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. They had said that you that you had gone to meet with the people who had taken out the contract and had left and had been beset upon by them after that, and they took off and came here to warn. And you guys sure, also see, by the way, Arthur's over, over sitting next to them. Of yes. Well, we did learn some information. I assume, did they, infor- uh, did they inform you what we had learned? Uh, they had... That it, it was definitely House Tarkanian and that they were entirely dragon. And, oh, and yes, no, no, they yeah. told me, yes, House Tarkanian, yes. <clears throat> yes, well, uh, and, and that they were entirely dragon-marked. I knew that. Yes. Oh, no, 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 she did not. Never mind. Sorry, no, she didn't wrong know person. That. Yeah, she didn't know that. No. Yes, they, they 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 did tell me that. Okay. She says with sort of a furrow to her brow. Yes. Well, we had a bit of a skirmish with some of the House Tarkanian members. Clearly, I'm glad you all came through. Came out looking. Came out of it at least. Well, yeah. We do have a Your lead. Concern is deeply appreciated. Yes, we we do have a lead. We're going to pursue somebody who may know. Who, if not why, uh, decided that uh, your head was valuable to them? We're going to be heading off to the City of the Dead, uh, specifically over to Haldron's tomb, to meet with this person. We wanted to make sure that Can you I were... insight check her as she hears that information? Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight Wanted to make sure that you were safe and informed, and that our friends also hadn't been accosted on the way here. Oops. Oh, wait, I don't have advantage. Or disadvantage. I mean, you rolled the same number twice, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sorry, I still had it toggled from trying to convince that guy I wasn't there to do him in. Oh, and that one too, yeah. So, anyway, um, she seems confused by that to Edwin. Like, like her reaction seems honest. Uh, she, she, she doesn't seem to be hiding anything. She just has no idea necessarily. There is a little bit of cons- potential concern there. Not necessarily to the level that you might expect. I also might expect that she might not know. Yeah, like, I, I don't necessarily. Well, I mean, if you're going to, no idea. if you're going to Haldron's tomb, be careful. There are, and she sort of leans forward, sort of steeples her fingers. Sort of, there's nothing concrete about this, but well, for lack of a better, for lack of a better way to put it. It, it, it is the the it is the city of the dead. It is the, the necropolis. You tend to find a lot of necromancers there. More than the city, I think, would care to admit. Yes, well, that'll be something we have to deal with. In the meantime, I can conf- we can confirm that at least one of the people who may be coming after you does have the ability to apparently spontaneously turn invisible. So, as that wasn't already taken into account with your security detail, may want to 
make sure that that's being handled. That's good to know. Uh, we we once Alex and Kira informed me aberrant dragon mark situation. Uh, I believe my guards are, are, are familiar with this. It's difficult to predict what that might mean. Oh, invisibility is one of them. But, yes, I, they, they were planning for, I think, some of the worst contingencies from... So we saw that uh, guy. From what Aldred, word kill from what on Aldred there. had told me. And she looks back, and one of the guards who, who's, <clears throat> who's been standing there uh, stepped forward, and he's human, clearly how scanneth. Although you don't see a dragon mark on him. Doesn't mean he doesn't have one, but it's not any visible part of him. He's, to be fair, we're wearing chainmail pretty well covering most of him. Or most of his body and legs. Arms. Young, maybe like 30 or th- late 20s, early 30s. Has sort of a severe look to him. And he says, yeah, we... We know a little bit more about House Tarkan, I think, than, than, than the good lady knows. She is a visitor to Sharn. We are obviously not. So we are fairly familiar with how they operate. They've never taken out a contract on one of us before, so we've never seen fit to push the issue. Yes, well... Now that that has changed, we may have to... See where our influence was. That's that's out of my hands somewhat. That that ultimately lies on on uh, Lord Merrick's. But I would suspect that there's a lot of money involved to convince them to take out a contract. It would have to a house be like yours. It would have to be our. The aberrants have mostly avoided our attention by laying low. They know that to anger the anger, anger the dragonmarked houses would be to reinvite a war that they did not win last time. However disastrous it was for Sharn. That's what keeps us from pushing the issue, plus the fact that they've never tried to directly kill us. <laughs> I, I want to know what What are you trying to insight? I'm curious. I know I'm what trying happened. to figure out whether or not that's a directed threat. At, at, who? at, at who? At Seth? I'm not even talking to, like, I mean, I am, but, like, I'm, I see what you're getting at. You can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you're not sure. He is too much of the severe, like, placid mask. Like, there is no kind of emotional change going off on his face. Um, I kind of wish you'd roll the one there and, and Jeremy was like, yeah, you're pretty sure it's a threat. You're pretty sure he's trying to kill you. <laughs> you're sure he <laughs> wants you at any moment. No. Seth, meanwhile, is completely whatever. Yeah, ultimately, that will be in Lord Merrick's hands. Mm. I know what I will be recommending. Uh, Lady Eladrin is not is a visitor to to our branch of the house, but and you guys can see Eladrin gives him a sort of a look at that. Which he completely ignores. Um, but an attack, an attack on any Kenneth is an, a potentially an attack on us all. That being said, yes, it would be very. They would have to take. It would have to be a very lucrative contract for them to take it to risk angering any of us. It's thank you for informing us of what you've informed. We will certainly. We have ways to. 
counteract those sorts of abilities. Good to know. Of of invisibility specifically. Although, assuming that they do continue the contract because the house is known to, sometimes, if they're not successful the first time, if it is not worth it to them, if they do not have a reason to, many times they might refuse the contract after that point. So, we'll see how it goes, but we are staying on alert. Well, well then, looking back at Eladrin, is there perhaps a place we could rest for a while? Before we head out. Yes, of course. My, it's the least I could do. Feel free to uh, make your souls at home here. At which point, Aldrin <laughs> gives Eladrin a look, but doesn't say anything. At least until Eladrin looks over at him and he just sort of realizes, please let me show you the rooms. Stand up and nod. Yeah. Hey, take care. There are. There are 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 several rooms. Takes you down down a corridor, up uh, up a flight of stairs. Any of these rooms? Welcome. I would request if you need anything else, there will be a guard nearby. Just let one of them know. Please do not take enough, take offense at this. But there are certain areas that I would prefer you not accidentally walk. We're just looking to have a rest before we head out. Of course. Not a problem. Thank you. And yeah, you guys can each take I, a room. Everybody take a room. I do have a request. Yes. Could you show Branma the kitchens? That would be doable. She'd like to see that. Yes, of course. Looks oh, over at Branma. So well. <laughs> huh? Sorry, what was that? Uh, um, oh, you know me so well. <laughs> Seth just goes into a room. Okay. And Edwin will take a separate room. <laughs> and Seth cleans his armor further to the best that he can. Mm-hmm. It's a little ratty and passes out. Okay. Yeah, Aldrin takes uh, takes Brahma down to the kitchen, which is again very nicely, very nice sized kitchen, uh, incredibly well stocked. Mm. Um, and can I try and see if I can make something? Of course. Uh, what what are you trying? What are you looking to make? Like what style? Um, anything? No, just anything. Trying to see where inspiration leads. Okay, roll a proficient. Uh, 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 cooking tools. Uh, yeah. Which uh, attribute? Uh, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this actually intelligence <laughs> because you're cool. you're trying to be creative or or find inspiration. So rip. So, most of the you find it's actually kind of interesting because you you go in there and a lot of it is is typical brelish foodstuffs because well this is a well this is a Latrum's place uh, for now it is sort of a <clears throat> guest house so to speak so so they stock a lot of a lot of brelish but you also find uh, a, a lot of. Uh, uh, what would be more native to to Ondere, uh, which is which is the nation directly north of Brelin, which is more of Ondere is more of a, for lack of a better term, it would be like the the French food style compared to like American food style. Ondere is is a much more uh, a connoisseur place. 
A lot of delicacies, things like that. Much more frou-frou. So you manage, but it's a, you know, you don't have as much experience with Ondarian food, but you're like, oh, this is something new. I'll go ahead and try this. And you put something together that's, you know, definitely not your best work, but it's big. It's good, solid. It's a good, be a good, solid meal. Yeah. Um, am I able to take a plate to Valen? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I'll do that because everyone else seems to have wandered off. So, no cooking with flesh in the fancy person's house. No. Oh God! Brahma left the flesh behind. Yes. Perish the thought. Valen is just hanging out in the corridor, like talking to all the guards, seeing what's going on. Yeah, and if you, if yeah, they are, you know, they're they are guards, and you are somebody who's sort of a. You're not from here. You're sort of here as a, a you know courtesy kind of situation. So there is mm-hmm. sort of a little bit of reservedness there. I mean, you know, yeah, they'll, all... they'll they'll strike up conversation. With they you. can keep an eye on me easier this way. Yeah, exactly. Seth is and passed then... out face first in the mattress. Yep. So you find him there talking with one of the guards, and they're just you know casual conversation, probably sharing actually probably sharing stories between your 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 bounty hunting and. He's done a lot of because House, House Kenneth obviously you know shares or does a has to do a lot of travel between their different regions. So he's done a lot of guarding for that over the past few years, and he's actually mm. fairly new to can to to staying here in Kenneth proper. So sharing road stories and that sort of thing. Speaking of road stories, this is Brunma. Hey. Oh hi! Nice, nice. This is the this is the and one of the stories. This is the one who, whatever the case may be, yeah, yeah with the cooking pot. <laughs> nice to meet you. Mm. Uh, Valen, here's your food. Oh, oh, thanks very much. He, like, yeah. he just digs into it. If you like, if you like, like, excuse me, I'm going to go uh, find a place to sit down and eat this. Of course. Yeah, I'm just going to turn in. Sure, I'll see you tomorrow. So, yeah, turn into in what? Room. Well, you know, wherever inspiration takes me. Yeah, they I head into my room. To well. So we all cool. rest. Sorry, I, I take... was. Uh, yes, okay. I was doing uh, doing. That. I was going to say I will take this opportunity to direct the GM to the whispers. Yes. No. I was. I was typing. So yeah, so we're, no, we're you resting, guys. Yeah. You guys get a full night's full night's cool. rest. Yep. Or actually, full day's rest. Full, full day's rest. Because it was... it was. Well, actually, it no. Was like it was afternoon-ish? Uh, no, it was evening. It was an evening meeting. Was it an evening meeting? Yeah, it was an evening meeting. Okay, fair enough. Zaz said, you're going there tonight. And it was like, okay, we'll you go there tonight. You are correct. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. It was, it was probably early evening, but it was still evening. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you guys can decide when you get up, essentially. Early morning, middle of the night, whenever. Or, you know, late night, early morning. Seth probably gets up early morning. Um, Middle of the day, whatever works. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this, I'm in a nice house. I gotta use this bed. No, no. Like, Seth wakes up, Seth wakes up, like, at at 5 a.m., but just lays Uh in bed for an hour, just being comfortable. It's like, I need to get a house like this. (laughs) Yep. There's no spring in this mattress. It's just soft. <laughs> and for Seth, mattress spring just means that metal bit that pokes out of the mattress. Exactly, sometimes. yes. <laughs> like, it's just, 
There's no there's no metal in this bed. <laughs> right. So you guys all eventually get up. Converse. I'm going to say about making some breakfast. Edwin okay. will actually just remain in his room unless someone specifically comes to get him. I've been airing out my armor, so it, like the room probably smells bad. <laughs> Gordon, roll me another cooking roll. I'll make I'll actually make it. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit more focused. Um, so, okay. which sorry. So, like, yeah, probably Dex. Is there a window in this room, by the way? Yes. Yeah, that that's been. Opened. It'll overlook. It oversees the the court. Like, it doesn't look outside the tower. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I just imagine that as people have walked oh. underneath the window, there's just this occasional, like, stop and smell. Like, what is that? <laughs> just because it's been open. Yeah. And this bloody mess of an armor has been airing out. <laughs> well, I mean, you're also on, the like, the second floor. Yeah. That's why it's, that's so, why it's not, like, a constant, oh, I know yes. where that's coming from. It's just the occasional, what is that smell? <laughs> well, I mean... Oddly enough, they're thinking the same thing if they're walking by the the window to the kitchen right now. Um, so yeah, after that first one, you're like, you know, I think I've got this, and no, launch into it with gusto and deep fried snails. Sleeping Miss Judge, like how long stuff needs to, and well, you're fo- you lose focus on and start focus on and badly burned stuff and yeah it's, it's just it's just a green and it's just a green and purple pixelated mess on a plate it's literally how you, toast how do you pixelate food i brown figured out how <laughs> the cereal caught fire as i was pouring milk <laughs> <laughs> yes so i didn't specifically mention this but i took off all of my like Head things in the in inside here, so mm-hmm. I'm just eating breakfast normally. Okay. Eventually, I'll get up and get dressed and close the window. Mm-hmm. Head. Ellen is crunching through fiery cereal. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually more like like soggy burnt cereal at this point. It's like a really badly badly burnt souffle. <laughs> I'm actually impressed. <laughs> Like, really badly burned. It took effort to mess this up. Yes. No, I mean, it took effort to mess it up without, like, utterly destroying it. (laughs) Yeah, technically, it's still functionally food. It's still served, it is still food category item. Yeah, you're not seriously eating. Uh, I'm going to go get my my brother first. No, no answer. And just go into a variety of irritating knocks until there's an answer. <laughs> You're going to be standing out there for a little while. Try the door knob. Yeah, nope. It's open. Open the door. Edwin's just sitting in the room. Brother. Probably sitting on the bed because there. What's going on, brother? Close the door behind you. Step in, close door. What's up? I give him a look of just... It probably reads as frustration. Seth responds in kind with a look of confusion. Emotional looks back and forth. I have been pretty willing to entertain this and even arrange things so that you have as much authority as you might need. But I have limits. I imagine you'll eventually tell me what you're talking about, but not yet, so continue. Seth... I'm not going to be pretend I'm particularly 
smart or powerful, but I'm careful because I've learned to be careful. Okay, and. <laughs> Like just on his face right now, right now you you can tell from his face right now he you're just saying disconnected things and he doesn't know how they connect right yeah. now. <laughs> and, and Edwin is mostly basking in that. Flap, uh, flap A did not go into slot B. He does not know how they're connected. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's like IKEA instructions. It's like IKEA instructions, but the like the middle pages are missing. <laughs> I don't know how I got a couch from this mess of wood. It's looking at him. I don't like... Risks are something you need to succeed at any number of things. But there are things that aren't necessarily worth the risk or don't have the benefits for the risk to be taken. Making enemies just because you don't like the... Essentially, the subspecies is one of those things. Pissing off an assassin's guild that highly values their membership, whether or not you think those members are valuable, is not the point here, is a bad idea. Not something that you can never do, not something that isn't sometimes worth the risk, but when dealing with a diplomatic professional with idiocy and nearly getting us killed now seth is trying to figure out when he dealt with a diplomatic individual with idiocy he's like you can see it in his brain like he's he's you can see it in his eye like he's he's like doing that looking up into the into a curled eyebrow like thinking backwards look on his face Mm -hmm. i'm gonna wait it out i'm not sure what you're on about forget it that's the past (laughs) i think that What I was hoping you'd take away from that bit is you're reckless and quick to burn your bridges. And I have learned to not be quite that stupid, and I'm hoping to impart such wisdom. Nope, still don't understand what you're talking about. Are you talking about the the assassins? I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure you're talking about the assassins. When I said pissed off in the assassins guild, did you have several other assassins guilds you happen to have pissed off? So I don't actually want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why I am your brother. Uh, so you're trying to say that I shouldn't have stabbed the one assassin that I stabbed. The one that tried to previously stab me, actually successfully stabbed me, and lit me on fire and was trying to kill us in an alleyway like five minutes prior. The lovely gentleman put it well. Fair was left on the street. Yes. Well, what well actually, actually, what, was what, overstepping. Specifically, what specifically, what he said risk. was was no harm, no foul was left on the street. Edwin's eyes are boring into Seth. I'm not going to apologize for killing an assassin. I think you're not going to apologize for killing an aberrantly dragon-marked person. However, that's not my point. My point is this. The way in which you killed that man, that that man was killed, in collaboration with the efforts of our, I guess, new allies, whatever we're calling that bunch of nonsense, is something that you were explicitly warned against that was very dangerous and that you did 
through your own convictions without considering the potential consequences. Now he's trying to figure out when he was specifically warned to not kill assassins. And this time I'm not letting him work through it. (laughs) Here's what you actually need to know. What is relevant to the future. I have no problem with your leadership, but I will make my own calls about what is safe and sane. I've always assumed you to do that anyways. And to that end, you can go to fucking Death's Gate on your own. I'm going to shove him out of my room. Haldron's Gate. Haldron's Tomb. (laughs) Tomb. I'm like, shove out. Like, I'm not going back to Death's Gate. (laughs) Shove him out. City of the Dead. You can also go to the Necropolis on your own. Okay. Have fun. I thought the assassin part of the city was Death's Gate. Yeah, no, we're you going... are correct. Yeah, the assassin part I of the city is Death's Gate. Okay, sorry. sorry. I, that was me inserting commentary at the wrong the, the time. City of Death is where we're going next. <laughs> no, he's already out of my room when I mentioned the Necropolis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I assumed that was what you meant at that point. I assumed yeah. incorrectly. Yeah. So yeah, so just like like. So you get shoved out the door. Okay. I would, my response was, I, I, okay, that's fine, I guess. Meanwhile, downstairs. I'm just confused now. <laughs> you guys are having breakfast. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote. Um, yeah. Yeah, quote, unquote. <laughs> what passes for breakfast? Uh, Eladrin comes down, uh, smiles at you guys. I, I, I hope you slept well. Fine, thank you. Wonderful. I do want to say... I, I don't want this to go without saying, um, and and though I've expressed appreciation already, I don't think I can express it enough, considering what you've done. Um, uh, thank you very much for for not only for for accepting uh, for employment, but all of the trouble that came with it, and and inform you know taking the time to actually inform me of. This apparently perilous situation I ended up in. It's quite all right. There are many people who would not bother. I am very aware of that fact. And it has not gone unnoticed. And if there is anything you need, I would be more than happy to, to help if I can. Uh, just as a question, where, where are Alex and Kira at this point? Uh, Alex and Kira are sleeping in. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. Um... <clears throat> We will uh, we'll let you know when we get back from the necropolis. Of course, do be careful. It is a the necro the the there isn't. Like I said there are just a lot of rumors about about necromancers that are there. Really, they're not. So, it's not that it that that it is necessarily an illegal practice, but. I mean, it is definitely frowned upon for obvious reasons, not the least of which is many people in Breland and Sharon associate necromancy with Karnath. We're with them for many years. But you, I mean, I, mean, I would imagine that if they're, if they're, if they're operating there, they're, they're probably up to no good. I think so, I agree yes, with them. just be careful. Hmm? I think I agree. I'm, uh, I'm from Velenar. I'm not a fan of this necromancy. Understandable. Thing. Because I don't know, I don't know, I'll confess to being no expert on the ways of your people. I know the basics, enough to know that that is probably something that you are not a big fan of, understandably. <laughs> At that point, 
I don't know, Seth, are you going downstairs? Or yeah, you... yeah, after, okay. after, after so at Edwin. At that point, you come downstairs. Shout out. Smelling slightly better. Yes. Good morning, Seth. Good morning. Well, I don't know. Oh, slept well. Uh, yes. Is everyone ready to go? Seth, where's uh, your, your brother? Not wanting to foray into the City of Death. Or City of the Dead. Huh. We should probably wait for uh, Kira and Alex, then. Oh, and then head out when they're with us. Potentially. That makes a convenient point for us to end for this week. All right. Well then. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) Well then, thank you all very much for listening. We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And you can find us at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. For many. So, if you're looking for if you're looking for the latest movie or television news, if you're looking for reviews of the latest films, if you want to know whether life was worth seeing, or if you are a wrestling fan and you want to see the latest the latest rumors about the Hardys going, uh, potentially coming to WWE, you want to know about 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 games, music, mixed martial arts, uh, TV, a little bit of comic books, even. We're the place for you. We have news on all of that, reviews, opinion columns, lots of great top, top whatever lists. Check us out for and everything Final Show Films uh, does on his podcast. Check us out. We're awesome. Yep. And we thank them for their support. And you guys can thank them by going and reading their articles and devouring their content. Yep. We also want to thank our patrons, all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier uh, supporters, Chris Comfort and Tonic. Uh, without whom we wouldn't be able to do quite as much of the stuff that we do. And also, thanks to our patron, we now are over $100 a month. So that means starting on April 1st, we will be separating out our podcast feeds into separate into separate individual feeds. Uh, the actual plays, Match 20 and Critical Thinking, will all have their own, as well as the aggregate feed. And we've almost got art done for everything, so that's going to be exciting. But yeah, so thanks to them. If you'd like to support us on a monthly basis, you can do so via the Patreon. If you want to do a, a support us with a one-time donation, you can do so on our website uh, using the PayPal donate button there. Yeah, we appreciate all of that. We appreciate all of you, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>